Today I get to hang out with one of my amazing friends, Jennifer, who runs RSG is here. She's gonna tell us what real estate brokers should be doing in a market like this and how they could be wildly successful. And we got some tips for our investors like we always do. Where did I just go? Where did you go? I just went to a music festival in Sacramento for yep. four days, which yep. was pretty fun. I had a good time. We saw a bunch of new metal bands, which is my gig, you know? <laughs> and then what, uh, you know, uh, I'm dumb. So what's new metal? New metal is like, early 2000s late 90s rap rock kind of stuff uh, so, aka a, so tool limp biscuit we went and saw guns and roses which isn't new metal but they're like the headliners of the show which was pretty cool that's awesome yeah so we had a good time and we say we that is my husband and i aaron aaron and aaron the other, and you the other half of the 18 other half of the 18 <laughs> and so um what was the best part about that concert or concert the, I think the best part for me was being able to just be with my husband and not have the heaviness of everyday life and being able to just get away with him. Um, it's funny when you separate yourself from your normal environment, how like it's like teenage love again. Oh. It's really weird. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But it was fun. Um, and I think I I love Limp Biscuit, so that was probably the my favorite show of the whole thing. That's but, awesome. Yeah. Jennifer, yes. my friend, uh, business partner, um, and real estate leader, extraordinaire, boss lady, runs sales, runs land development. I want to go through, like, so you've been in real estate 11 years. Yeah. And no, 12 now. Oh, 12. Okay. Yeah. So you started as the last crash was kind of finishing itself out. Yeah, it was, it was bottom market 2011. Yep. Everything was very, very, <laughs> very cheap, a lot cheaper than it is now. Um, but yeah, it was tough. I mean, it wasn't tough because that's all I knew. When I walked into the market, that's what it was. So short sales were normal, bank owned properties were normal, and it just, it was what it was. I didn't know anything different. I didn't, I didn't know the new construction before, you know, all the stuff that happened in 2007. I didn't know that. So it was, it was kind of, you know, it was, well, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't, um, I didn't know any different, I guess. So when you look at this market yeah. relative to that market, what's your thought process? Um, I just, the market is what the market is. And so it's, you just do what you need to do to survive in that market. Um, and so it's just, it's changing your mindset a little bit about this market's hard because mm. you, it was so easy. It's not that it was, it's hard. It's just not the same. So just understanding that there's ways to be successful in every single market and doing those activities will get you there. And so for RESG, mm -hmm. What do you what do you do in regards to agent recruiting accountability? Walk us through that. So besides my, besides running everything and being super <laughs> awesome, um, I my two main goals as the team leader for RSG is to keep my agents in production and making money. Yep. Um, accountability with them, help and assistance in what they should be doing, you know, guidance in regards to that. Um, and then recruiting new people to our team that need the support and the, you know, the opportunities that we have. Yeah. So those are my two main focuses. And I know that's kind of generalizing um, that conversation, but it goes a lot deeper than that. <laughs> okay, then, then let's let's go deep for a second. Okay. What, 
what are the struggles? You know, so the Federal Reserve, mm -hmm. interest rates were just three. Mm -hmm. They're almost eight. Mm -hmm. We just went through the fastest run up in history. Yeah. The transactions have dropped 30%. Mm -hmm. So the market is tightening. Yep. For us, we're like, eh, it's not that bad. Yeah. For everyone else, you know, the sky could be falling. Yeah. What are you having to say to help them with mindset, motivation, and understanding the change in the market? So, I mean, I think for mindset, it's just, it's a constant conversation. Um, it's not, it's, it's an everyday, what do you need today? How can I help you today? What are we doing today? Um, what activities, you know, we set up our weeks on uh, every Monday of what the plan is, what the goals are, and then it's constant just check-ins throughout the, throughout the week. What are we doing? Are we hitting our goals? How can I help you? Um, what do you need to find success this week? And and we are pivoting as needed. So it's, you know, we're focused a lot on expired and canceled right now, and then looking in areas that have land development possibilities. So it's making sure we're adjusting to what's needed um, to get deals in the door. Yeah. It's just, it's, um, my goal with that, every agent on our team is to make sure that they're hitting their goal and they're doing the activities that they need to, and they're plugged in because being plugged in is so paramount yes. um, to, to finding success right now. And it's, and it's happening. I mean, you just met with Elias who had his biggest month ever um, and he's completely plugged in and he's, that's, the results are showing up. Yes, He's doing the activity, he's being plugged in and he's staying accountable to himself which i think is and and probably a little accountable to me too you know i think that he has that uh want to please um and to to prove himself worthy and and but he's doing it and i and i appreciate it so much i love it yeah so if you were to you know say just as a general because you know you're you know, generally speaking, you're talking with a lot of agents, you're also interacting yeah. with the brokerage, plus all of the deal flow, you know, plus recruiting. So what, like if you were just to boil it down and say, this is what it takes to be successful in 2023 and in 2024, yeah. this is the five things or the three things mm -hmm. or the 10, what would you tell someone that's what they need to do in order to be successful in a market like this? You need to lead generate until you find a deal, find an appointment. I mean, every day there has to be some type of goal inside of your lead generation and it has to, you have to be committed to making that activity until you get that mm. result. Um, you know, I didn't, real estate isn't, I work my eight hours and I go home. It's, I work until I make money. Um, and so I think lead generation is top priority. and secondary only by a little and maybe even not sometimes is that follow-up like the constant follow-up with the, those leads because if you're generating but not following up it doesn't usually work out very well um, <laughs> it's pretty much useless yeah pretty much useless <laughs> um i would say follow up and then um you know really checking yourself at the door in the morning a little bit of where's my head at am i ready to go conquer the world what do i need as far as um, habits to be put in place to make myself because we've talked about this a million times motivation is so fleeting yes um, I want to say stay motivated but it, you need habits because motivation varies and if yeah. you're relying on your own motivation on a daily basis without those habits and you know consistencies you're you're gonna fall down more than you 
could if you were having those habits in place. So getting your habits and your routines in check um, and then just following it and being consistent and, and don't don't give up on yourself, don't quit. Um, because I've seen so many times in this industry, you know, people, they just give up right before they've, they're tackling the mountain. And it's, it's just, that's why I like the team environment so much because this job is, <laughs> it's not for the faint of heart <laughs> by any means. Um, so, you know, having the team environment really helps those things because you have outside accountability, you have outside support, you have outside, uh, you know, motivation and help with habits and help with consistency. And it's, you know, it makes it a lot easier than trying to rely solely on yourself. One of the things that you mentioned so masterfully over the last year is the market changed with everyone was and I'm I mean I'm butchering this so I need you to to correct me it's something to the effect of like don't just do the activity like do it with the intention of getting the result yeah, yeah. like go deeper on that on that with me because I think you know we do a lot especially for our team we do a lot of you know, numbers, right? We're going to hit this amount of contacts. We're going to hit this amount of follow-ups, this number of leads. And sometimes I think it gets so focused on just the number, we forget the intentionality. You know, you ha- the, the goal of every call is to set an appointment. The goal of every call is to get a referral. The goal of every call is to build a relationship. If we're not going in with those intentions and that mindset that I'm going to get a deal, I'm going to get a lead. I'm going to build a relationship because that's all this really is, is building relationships. If it's just, I'm getting my contact, it's not this, you're not getting the same result and you don't have the same power in your conversation if that's not where your head's at. 100%. See, I knew you would say it better than me. <laughs> the, um, you know, with that, uh, um, like intentionality, right? Mm-hmm. What, um, you know, what other sayings go along with that what other color can you add to that you know because i've heard us you know we've uh, contacts turn into contracts Mm -hmm. but like so i get on the phone or i go to the open house or i get on social media i'm going to be intentional now what now what's the next step well i think just being intentional in our in our dialogues and and then also just the where i'm here to help somebody yes and if if my goal is to be someone's advocate to be someone's resource to help them i'm not calling i'm not a telemarketer right i'm calling because i'm trying to find people that want to build wealth inside of real estate and it's different when you have that kind of internal conversation versus oh i've got to call more people like (laughs) no the goal is to build relationships with people so that you can build wealth we can build wealth um instead of real estate and and help people i mean i think i love real estate so much because there's so much familial need around buying and selling real estate you're helping someone and you're being part of their journey as a human um and so i just i really enjoy that part of it that we get to help people with their needs and if agents have that mindset when you're talking to people, yeah. this becomes a whole heck of a lot easier. Yeah. Another thing that, you know, we say as a team a lot mm-hmm. is how do you convey to the buyer, the seller, the investor, yeah. 
What's the next indicated action? What's the next logical step? Walk me through that conversation with one of our agents to help, you know, a buyer or a seller. Yeah, so I I will sit down with our agents on a on a regular basis and go through their database and it's kind of the conversation of okay, so the last conversation we had was they were going to get pre-approved with the lender. Well, what was our follow-up to that? Did we say, hey, I'll check in with you on Friday to make sure that you got the application completed so that you're setting that person up for success in this, because most people don't buy and sell real estate every day, yeah. like we do, <laughs> um, so they don't know. And so it's our job to kind of walk them through the process and be there to handhold and say, here's the next indicated action. Here's what I'm gonna do. Here's the level of service I'm gonna provide to you. Yes. Um, by setting them up with that next, uh, this is my next conversation with you. This is my next step. This is my promise to you of what I'm gonna do. Um, and then people feel very cared for. Yes. And it's and and it's makes the process so much smoother. Um, and you're creating trust and care in those conversations, um, which really you know it plays out a lot better for agents on the long run, you know, when you are having those conversations and setting them, setting your client up for success so that they can move forward in the process. I think a, I think a big mistake that agents make is they start it and then they stop it. Yeah. They start it and they stop it, both on the lead gen and when the client's like even under contract, mm -hmm. is they get the contract and then they ghost. When the reality is, is you get that contract and like you were saying, you now have an opportunity to demonstrate right. your worth, mm -hmm. your customer service, your connection, your conviction, your communication. Yeah. And so at every point during follow-up, mm -hmm. prior to contract and post-contract, yeah. you should always be closing for the next appointment. Yeah. You should be telling them the next step. Yep. And then you should be getting something to them to close that feedback and that loop gap. Yeah, absolutely. Over and over and over again. It never stops. Yes. Even at, even after the contract is closed. Now they're my client forever, as far as I'm concerned, and so I'm still following up with them, checking in, how was the move in? You know, there's so much that you can do to convey care throughout the entire process. From the moment you start talking to the person until you never stop talking to them again. You know, we wanna be able to have that conversation forever um, and continue to be their realtor of choice. I love it, I love it. Um, so, brand new agent, they're getting into the business. Yes. What do you tell them? Uh, you want the soft version or the hard version? Oh, yes, yeah, <laughs> give me the soft version first and the hard version second. A soft version is, this is an amazing opportunity to get into real estate right now. Yeah. Um, like I said, when I started in 2011, the market was hard, even though I didn't know any different. And I, so I got my, you know, kind of initiation into real estate in hard real estate. And so when that, the market shifts and becomes easy real estate again, um, then I'll, I, I, I'm a warrior. Yes. You know, so warriors are built during hard times. So coming into the industry during this, where the, it's the market share is short or smaller, um, you're gonna become a warrior. You're gonna get, you're gonna hone your skills. You're gonna sharpen that blade. Um, and it's gonna be, you know, when, when interest rates come down, because they will, you'll slay. I love it. Yeah. Okay, now give me the hard version. Okay, this is really freaking hard job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's gonna be a hustle and a grind for two to five years. Um, and you're gonna work 80 hours a week and you're gonna 
push and struggle and it's going to be difficult, but you'll, the freedom that you get with real estate as an, as a real estate agent is unlike anything else. Um, I, my kids just started elementary school and my, so my times had to shift because I wanted to take my kids to school every day and it, I could just do that, Yeah, you know, and, and where, you know, my sister and my mom work in corporate, you have to be at a place at a certain time every day, regardless of who you are, your personal life in any way, shape or form that corporate doesn't care. And, but the opportunity here is you get to have flexibility, you get to have opportunity and but with that knowing you're gonna grind for five years grind um but that's okay it's worth it in the end um so an experienced agent Mm -hmm. their business is down right now yeah okay the fed just beat their just Mm -hmm. beat them up okay what do we tell the experienced agent in today's market um you have to do more and you need you need more you're going to have to leverage you're going to need help and if you keep trying to do the same things you were doing before and expecting the same results we all know what that means um you the things you were doing a year and a half ago are not going to yield you the same business that they yielded you a year and a half ago so we have to either come together find a way to use utilize the leverage we have utilize the resource we have or you have to go get those things yourself one or the other and if you want to find success in today's market the amount of effort you have to put in is just significantly more than it has been in the last almost decade absolutely well said um what extra steps do you you know, this is the tip, the hack. What mm-hmm. extra steps do agents need to go through right now to keep their transactions together? Because when interest rates are high and, you know, we've got wars in two places and, you know, if you go down the TikTok rabbit hole, <laughs> um, you know, do that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can scare you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which could scare your buyer, your seller, your investor right out of the transaction. Yeah. So what do we do to prevent that today? There has to be so much more uh, conversation um, from start to finish. There's no more set it and forget it in real mm. estate. It's I have to take you by the hand, almost like a side hug, walk you down the path. Um, and and the expectation of the volatility for the client, for the other person on the other side of the transaction, the other agent is so high that the over communication is just it's a necessity you can't not do it Um, and you have to be willing to have hard conversations you can't avoid the elephant in the room yes you have to address things as quickly as humanly possible in real estate problems just get bigger and bigger and bigger the longer they sit there yes so you have to address whatever issue has popped up so quickly We've said before, it's a firefighter. We're we're the firefighters, and so you can't let that you can't let that ember burn. It has to be addressed immediately. And just if you're setting like like we just talked about, if you're setting up the next conversation, the next step in the transaction, if you're teeing those up properly, you avoid a lot of that problems, like a ton of it. If you're if you're on top of it. In so what we're seeing right now mm-hmm. is we're seeing some agents are having their best year ever yep. when transactions are down 30 to 40%. Why is that happening? I think a lot of agents, because they don't, they're not sure what to do. 
they don't know what to do. You know, the transactions are down. I didn't have to work before. Now all of a sudden I have to work. Yeah. What's that? Um, <laughs> and, uh, what is that four letter word you speak of? You know, um, and I think they're just burying their heads in their sand. You know, the ostrich sy- syndrome. Yeah. They're avoiding what they, may, they know they need to do something. They just don't know what to do. And so they're just pretending like it's not there. Um, the agents that are finding, you know, having their best years ever, finding super success in this, you know, transaction limited market um, is because they're doing the activity yeah, and they're doing it consistently and they're doing as much as he, as they need, right? There's no cap. It's not like they're saying, I put in my eight hours, I'm going home. Yeah, They're doing whatever it needs to be done to get the deal, get the lead, get the next whatever. There's no stopping, which is pretty cool. It's beautiful because you see these people who have found this fire in themselves and it's just shining like this crazy light in these types of market and they're slaying it because Mm -hmm. of that. It's even, they stand out even more because the crowd, the rest of the agents that aren't doing anything are so stepped away that the ones that are stepping up stand out even more. Yes. Amateur hour is gone. Yeah. So if you're in do if you've decided you didn't want to be the professional, mm-hmm. the professional is sticking out, like yeah. you said, like a sore thumb. Yeah. They're doing the business, they're putting in the work, they're getting the deals. Yeah. And the people who aren't willing to do that are literally hiding like mm-hmm. ostriches, you mm-hmm. said, uh, in the background. So what would you say right now is the biggest opportunity for real estate agents? Biggest opportunity for real estate agents is to hone your skills take action and you'll get the if you are work enough you will get business you will find success it is not it is not impossible to have your best year ever it is completely impossible so your opportunity is there you just have to get up and take it yeah like you have to get up and take it if you don't you're back back under the rug (laughs) (laughs) so you're also a uh, real estate investor. Yeah. What What do you see as the opportunities for investors in this market? I think there's a huge opportunity for investors in this market. Being the interest rates what they are, there's so much more flexibility and opportunity for negotiations. Mm. The um, last three years, four years have been kind of take it or leave it, yeah. buyer. Um, and now that's not the case, which is, which is really exciting for investors because there's, it, I I love the deal, like yeah. getting making the deal, getting the deal, um, and so getting to have you know get those conversations going again is really exciting uh, for me. Anyways, um, but the opportunities for investors, I I do think you've got a limited window. Yep. But for how the, long do we got? Uh, I think we're probably spring 2024 we might not have any more deals depending on the rates go yeah but um i think you know during the winter especially in washington there's always more deals because people are it's cold and rainy and wet um and uh so i think you know during the winter months and before we hit peak season next year you've got you've got a good opportunity to get some deals going so we're gonna play a game here i'd like to do this with everyone uh i'm gonna ask you a question i want you to repeat it okay what advice would you give your younger self? Um, the advice I would give my younger self is get into this industry sooner. Uh, invest as soon as humanly possible. 
um, compound interest blows my mind. Um, and just don't, don't make your, don't, I'm trying to, don't underestimate your opportunities and yourself. Oh, amen, sister. Yeah. Oh, well, you almost make me misty there. Um, <laughs> what, in, uh, what advice would you like, give me same thing. What advice do we just need to give to any broker right now? The advice that I would give to any broker right now is plug in, find support and whatever that looks like. Um, and you're gonna have to work your butt off yeah. and just know that and be okay with it and commit. Commit to yourself and commit to your goals. And even if you don't, cause we like to set uh, BHAG goals, big hairy goals. Um, and even if we don't hit those big hairy goals, you're gonna get a lot farther yeah. having that goal with the intentionality of hitting it than if you didn't. Yeah. Set goals, commit, plug in. Take the action. Take the action. Let's go. Yeah. Lastly, what advice would you give to real estate investors? I think buy anything right now, honestly. Buy anything and everything you can get your hands on. It's. I know interest rates are scary. I know, you know, there's all sorts of different ways to evaluate property, but property is so limited and there's only so much of it and prices are just going up in our area. Rents are just going up in our area. So even if it's not a fantastic deal today, in 10 years from now, you'll look like a genius. Thank you. Thanks for watching today. Hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. Hey, YouTube recommended you watch this video right here.